welcome to Not Another Wellness Podcast. This is Natalie here, and this week I'm going to put out a little solo episode and a meditation because I'm feeling really inspired currently, and I'll tell you why, but the short story is that I led my first live meditation, and it went so well, so much better than I could have imagined. I was so nervous about it. For those of you who follow me on Instagram at naturally underscore nomadic, you might have seen a story I posted just minutes before. I had the knowledge and the passion behind what I wanted to say. I just didn't exactly know how it was going to come out. And so they filed in and I opened the talk about mindfulness and meditation just by sharing my story. So in the meantime, I wanted to just explain a little bit about why I'm so into this mindfulness meditation, why this is such a buzzing term that you probably are hearing a lot in other parts of your life and you're hearing meditation and it's like this huge buzzword and what does it even mean and does it even matter if you do meditation or not, on and on. So I started off by saying, look, I'm not the calmest person you've ever met. I'm not the most emotionally balanced person. I've struggled with my emotions my entire life. And I've let stress get the best of me. Sometimes certain things would happen and it would just completely throw me off balance and I couldn't get it out of my head. For example, if somebody would complain about something or someone or something really sad happened, I would internalize those feelings and really feel them and be able to sympathize with that person and then feel those feelings myself like it was my battle that I was fighting like it was my struggle just was exhausting so then I also think being a student athlete has so many benefits don't get me wrong I loved swimming division three at St. Lawrence University absolutely loved being a part of a team loved being competitive and keeping my athletics at at a high priority in my life, but the stress I was doing to my body was significant. I mean, I started doing yoga as a way to rehab my shoulder from a shoulder injury from being a butterflyer, which is pretty common. Butterfly is one of the four strokes of swimming, and that was my expertise. And just based on the shoulders that I was born with, I guess. I found some trouble with, you know, the overuse and the repetitive nature of swimming. So yoga came into my life then, and it was the first time I was ever told to breathe, to use my breath, to to feel my body and how I was doing and feel grounded and centered and, and calm and all these things. And I always really liked yoga. And the meditation component of it really came in during my yoga teacher training. Before that, I hadn't meditated. My first meditation experience was horrible. (laughs) I mean, it was a 30-minute meditation. And if I remember it correctly, we sat there in silence. And the only thing I could hear was my internal monologue screaming at me in the most negative tone. Just like so horrible. I was stuck with these thoughts that I was obsessing over and I came out of the meditation just bawling my eyes out like what happened to me why was that so horrible and I don't know what it was about that 
meditation, but it really turned me off of it for a little while and it kind of freaked me out. But little by little, I started doing meditations. I don't really know exactly when. I think it was probably a year ago. I picked up this book called 10% Happier by Dan Harris. I recommend this book to absolutely everyone I meet because it has such a realistic approach to mindfulness meditation. Dan Harris is a news anchor and he let his career-driven competitive mind uh, mindset get the best of him in his late 20s, early 30s. And he ended up having a panic attack on live television, which if you watch it in his video footage of it, you don't necessarily think that it's the biggest thing that could ever happen or the worst thing that could happen being on live TV. But for him, it was a sign of so many things that were not aligned in his body. He was stressed out. He was using drugs and alcohol. He didn't have any close like relationships in his life. He was only focused on his job and it was taking a toll on his body physically. After reading that book, something changed in me. I could relate so much to his experience. And I suggest that book to everybody because he was just this, you know, average guy in, you know, average in the television industry, which isn't so average, but just focused on career, money, you know, being well known and being getting the next job and getting the next gig. And he totally changed his life through meditation. So about a year ago, I started realizing that if I meditated, I was able to get outside of my thoughts and and allow them to be without obsessing over them, without, without letting them take over. And it was so powerful. So flash flash forward a year later, I'm here recording this podcast. And last week, I was offered the opportunity to lead a meditation for some coworkers and some some coworkers I've never met at a annual conference, or I guess every two year conference that we have for my company. And I shared a very brief version of that story. And then I went into just simple things you can do at work to be mindful, like little reminders, um, how to fix your posture when you realize you're slumping towards your computer screen, how to take a break that means something. So if it's walking to the bathroom at work, not walking and carrying all of the stress that you're dealing with at your desk with you to the bathroom, like why would you do that? So being able to compartmentalize your day, your brain, um, you know, leave your desk and walk away and leave that stuff there so that you can walk mindfully to the bathroom. <laughs> That's what I do. Or, you know, going for a walk, but again, not bringing your stress with you, going to the gym, but again, not bringing your stress with you, allowing that to be a part of your life, but not the whole picture. So we talked about that. We talked about seated yoga poses, just stretching the spine specifically, the wrists from typing, the neck muscles. Um, We talked about, you know, I had the group write down things that they love to do as ways that they could take a break. So it could be listening to music, um, writing it down a to-do list so that you know that you're going to get to everything that you wanted to, or at least you will at some point. I had a lot of good suggestions. Someone said, a gratefulness, um, no, excuse me, a gratitude practice. And I love that. So when you're having a really stressful day or you need a break from your day, 
stop thinking about yourself for a few moments and think about somebody in your life who you're grateful for and send them love. So send them a message or just send it to them in your mind. Um, Send them good vibes. So we had a really good discussion about that. And then we talked about how you have to take care of yourself before you're able to take care of others. And that was extremely pertinent to our actual job because we serve as counselors and mentors and, uh, you know, customer service support type of um, industry. And it's really important to be able to be there for somebody who needs you. And if you're not taking care of yourself first, it is harder to be able to give and, um, you know. So anyways, flash forward. Towards the end of the event, I led a meditation, the same one that I'm going to lead for you tonight. And it was great because the energy in the room was so calm. And everybody sat there with their eyes closed. Everyone was in a chair really focused on this experience and taking it very seriously. And it was just a really great meditation. After the event, I mean, I was buzzing because I could tell that it was working, meaning I was able to help the people in the room relax, take a, take a stab at meditation. For a lot of them, it was their first time and feel confident in doing so, which was such a great feeling for me because I really wanted to keep doing this and would love to have future events like this. So yeah, I wanted to do the same meditation with you all. So find a comfortable seat, pausing the podcast if you need to, sitting up on a pillow or in a chair. If we're in a chair feet flat on the floor, sitting with your spine straight, your shoulders relaxed down your back, your arms resting in your lap or by your sides, and slightly tucking your chin to elongate the spine. Closing your eyes, Relaxing the muscles in your entire body by letting them sink into your seat. Feeling how the ground or the chair supports your entire body weight. Begin to observe your breathing. So allowing yourself to breathe naturally. Making sure you're not holding your breath. There's no tightness, but rather a sense of ease. Sitting up straight allows more oxygen to enter into the lungs, which is why it's so important to sit upright in a meditation. Notice how your breath flows in and out of your body and make no effort to change your breathing in any way not yet simply notice how your body breathes and what parts of your body move as you breathe is your breath coming in through your belly or your chest feel how 
your body will sink into the chair or onto the floor as you exhale. And as you inhale, your spine reaches up towards the sky. Your body knows how much air it needs. But sometimes when we're dealing with a lot of emotions, we tend to constrict. So it's important to bring our attention to the breath now and even it out. So making sure your inhalation and your exhalation match each other for optimal breathing. You might want to pick a number. Four is pretty common so that you'll breathe in for four seconds and out for four seconds. So try the number four, but if that doesn't work for you, choose another number. It could be three. It could be five. Whatever you feel is natural and feels comfortable. Notice any stray thoughts you might be having, but don't dwell on them. Simply let the thoughts pass. Let them come into your brain and let them go, awaiting the next thought that will inevitably be there. Feel the air entering through the front of your nose. Picture the breath flowing through the cavities in your sinuses and then down into your lungs. You want to picture your favorite color as oxygen. Imagine your body inhaling your favorite color in through your nose and filling up the lungs. Imagine that color. Imagine that you're sucking that color out from the air and taking it in for your body. For the next few moments, I want you to count silently your inhalations and exhalations as one. Still picturing the color if that's helpful for you. So now as you inhale, I want you to count silently one. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Seven. Eight. Nine. Ten. Eleven. Twelve. Thirteen. Fourteen. Fifteen. Sixteen. Seventeen. Eighteen. Nineteen. Twenty
And as you exhale, count silently. One. Wait for the next breath and then count again. Inhale. One. Exhale. One. Continue to count each inhalation and exhalation as the number one. If you notice yourself getting distracted with your thoughts, know that it's normal, but bring yourself back to the counting and to the breathing when you notice your mind has strayed. It's totally natural. There's nothing wrong with you. This is simply a practice in counting your breaths. Notice how your body feels right now. See how calm and gentle your breathing is and how relaxed your body feels. Now it is time to gently reawaken your body and your mind by keeping your eyes closed Noticing the sounds in the room again. Feeling the floor beneath you. Feeling the clothes against your body. Feeling yourself in the present moment. Bringing some movement into the body, maybe wiggling the fingers and toes. Shrugging your shoulders, maybe rolling your neck from side to side, whatever feels good here. And then opening the eyes, enjoying this peace that you cultivated in your meditation practice. Congratulations. I hope you enjoyed that. Have a very great rest of your day. See you next week.